Exposing the darkness, revealing the light. Welcome, guys, to episode 14 of The Blind Exorcist. I'm Justin D., your host. And if you're new, thank you so much for stopping by. Hope you enjoy this episode. And you all know what to do. What do we know to do, Justin? Tap join, tap subscribe, share this out to family and friends so that they can learn. This is intriguing stuff, guys. Let's be real. There's a lot of people out there fascinated about demons and what is it and all this. And the blind exorcist brings it to you raw and real. Like we talk about demons, but we apply it to your real life. With that out of the way, today we're talking about the new age. What's the new age? Well, it's a gazillion spiritual practices put under this massive umbrella of a title of new age. And the new age can comprise things like psychics, tarot card readings, idol worship, I mean anything, yoga, energy healing, etc. So there's so many practices that, you know, I couldn't even list them all. And each one of these give us demons. As Christians, or even if you're not a Christian, when you interact with these things, you do get demons. And my guest today was an energy healer, a very advanced energy healer. She was in this for 12 years. She recently went through an exorcism with Dr. Larson, and she is a Christian for three months. It's going to be amazing when you hear the passion she has for Christ. And she is going to flush a lot of this out, how this impacted her life, the negative consequences of getting involved with these things. She didn't understand any of this, but the Lord, brought her out of it. So today I'm joined by Caitlin Rivera. And again, she uh, was in this for 12 years and she joins us today to really take a deep dive into this. This is going to be a very good episode with a lot of solid information. So I encourage you to listen to this all the way through to the end. Okay. Can you do that for me? Because this is going to be very informative, educational, and challenging for you. So please, listen to this clear to the end. Without any further ado, Caitlin, welcome to The Blind Exorcist. Thank you, Justin, so much for having me. I'm so honored to be here. I'm excited to have you here with us today. So many Christians have incorporated many New Age philosophies and practices into their Christian belief system. And this is a grave mistake. And Caitlin is a young lady who has been a Christian now for three months. And it's amazing to me how much Bible she's already memorized, her passion for Christ, coming out of this, rejecting it, and just on fire for Christ. And you're going to see and hear her fire and passion during this interview. So, Caitlin, let's get to know you a little bit. Why don't you tell the listeners initially, like, how did you get involved? And eventually, we'll dive into more of the practices you were involved in. But initially, how did you get involved in these New Age practices? 
Absolutely, Justin. So the enemy is extremely sneaky and he will take advantage of people's compassion and generosity, just like he did with me. Um, Starting from a very young age, when I was a little girl, my brother, who's two years older, suffered from seizures, which is called petite mal. So growing up, I had a lot of compassion. I saw how my parents trusted the doctors and gave them medicine, gave my brother medicine and how this medicine only made my brother worse. So a question came into my mind, which was, how can people heal themselves without using drugs? And Satan took full advantage of that. And you guys will notice that it starts very innocently when you're in the new age. Um, It starts with things like energy medicine, Reiki, learning Chinese medicine, acupuncture, acupressure points, which is essentially when we're working with people's energies, we are transferring demonic energies. And that was something that was hidden for me for about 12 years. I started doing body work around the age of 18. And once I found out the truth, Justin, I knew that I could not put my uh, trust in energy medicine any longer. So that is essentially how it started. And this is interesting because this is the craze right now where everybody wants to be an energy healer and help people. And I've mentioned this in other episodes where people in the new age, these are not bad people. These aren't not, obviously some people are just in it for the money and so forth, but most people are in it to actually help people. Just like Caitlin was saying, her brother had seizures. The medicine wasn't helping, so she was going to reach out to something to try to help her brother. And Satan was right there to meet her with her compassion. When it comes to healers, they are being trained by the kingdom of darkness to heal people, and the devil can bring healing to people. You might wonder, how does that happen? And I would say, personally, this is a personal opinion as an exorcist, that most people have demons. I was talking to a guy, actually, who came out to price me air conditioning for my studio. And he said, you're blind. Have you ever heard of so-and-so, Dr. So-and-so? And I said, no, huh? He said, he's an energy healer. And I said, oh, interesting. He goes, yeah, I went to him with my daughter. There's 300 of us there. And we had to meditate for a while. And... <laughs> channel our energy. And a guy in a wheelchair got right up and got healed. And I said, interesting. I said, it's funny you bring this up because I'm an exorcist and this guy's jaw dropped and he's, you're for real. I said, absolutely. And he said, I said, let me give you another take on this. How about the energy you're tapping into is demonic? I said, what is your religion? He said he was Roman Catholic. I said, okay, then you get where I'm coming from. What if that energy is demonic? And what if the person in the wheelchair has demons and Satan removes the demons causing the man to be in the wheelchair to mimic a healing? So he causes the demons to come out. The guy stands up. He says, I'm healed. And now all of a sudden, he has evangelized false doctrine of energy healing to 300 people in the room who themselves have gotten demons by participating in this. And this guy stood there. He thought about what I was saying. And he said, I'm going to keep that in mind. I said, listen, man, you ever start getting any types of paranormal phenomena happening around you, 
with your daughters as well, who his daughters went to this guy. I said, you got my number, you call me because you're going to need an exorcism. And so that's really what a lot of this is. It, it is, in my personal opinion, demons inside of a person. And when the energy and the healing, it doesn't matter what it is. And Caitlin, I'm going to swing back to you in just a minute to talk about some of the energy healing training that you've had, but it doesn't matter what it is, what you're using, what model of energy healing at the root is demons. Caitlin, why don't you share some thoughts with us on how you trained in this energy healing and your thoughts and also tie in the supernatural to it as well. Absolutely, Justin. And I just wanted to share before I jump into all of this is just one of the Bible verses that really uh, convicted me, which is found in Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 10 through 12. And I'll read, this is from the NLT version. It says, let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, or who is a medium or a spiritist, or who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. And I will share with your audience that Satan will blind you to the truth. He will confuse you and he will distort the truth. The further you get into new age, the further you get from Christ and the Bible. And I was raised Roman Catholic and I, I'm sure just like so many of you guys listening, you go to church, it's so boring. You're waiting for this supernatural experience. You're not getting it. There's no power there. You almost feel, what is, who is Jesus and who is the devil? I was taught, you don't talk about the devil. You don't talk about demons. You just live in fear. And that was something where I rebelled against. And so one of the things that these churches I I feel need to bring back is educating Christians about the enemy. Because if we are in the, the territory where we are rooting for Christ, then we need to understand how to battle Satan. And if we are ignorant to Satan, then we've lost. We have to be able to understand how the enemy works. So my intention for being here is to give you guys the education and the insight of how Satan sneakily comes in, can twist and disguises it as light. As we know, Lucifer is the demon of light and pride and Satan is the demon of lies. And Lucifer will dress himself up in beauty, just like crystals. I was into crystals. But going back, so I don't bounce too much around Justin to answer your question. Because I was so upset at the Catholic upbringing and religion where I didn't get anything from it, I ended up going to study in Japan for a year when I was 17 in college. I pretty much chose to major in international studies because I wanted to learn everything and anything that was opposite from Western culture because I could see how broken our society was. And I thought, obviously, religion isn't helping, so I'm going to study other religions. I studied Buddhism, Shintoism, Taoism, the Tao Te Ching, anything I could get my hands on. And when I came back from Japan, I thought different. I saw the world different. So my question was at 18, what am I here to do? What is my life purpose? So here's another trap. 
do not go see astrologist. I did that. I put my power into a, an astrology reading where I asked the astrologist, what am I here to do? What is my life purpose? And I was 18. She looks at my chart. She says, you're here to be an energy healer and uh, or an energy worker. I believe it was energy worker. And I looked at her very confused. And I thought, wait, I'm going to be an electrician. I'm going to be a plumber. I'm working with energy. Like that's literally what I thought. I had no idea what energy medicine, energy healing. I had no idea what that was. So she looks at me and she says, get into Reiki, start with Reiki, and then start with Donna Eden energy medicine. So that's where it started. I learned about the chakras and when you learn about the chakras, I don't know how familiar the audience is with the chakras, but essentially we're taught that there's seven. There are more once you study the advanced chakras, but each chakra governs different physical, emotional, and mental attributions. When you do Reiki, you get attunements. You get up to four attunements, the Shokurei, the Honshanzen Shonyen, Daikyomo, and the Shokurei. Those are the four. And they're all, guess what, originated from Japan, which is where I studied and lived. I studied Reiki. I ended up getting my Reiki masters. I started teaching and attuning people to the symbols. And just like Satan knows, he wants to bait you. You can't be satisfied with that one answer. You have to keep going deeper and you have to know more because what Satan will say is, oh, you need to know more knowledge. You Just like the forbidden fruit, you need to have more. You need to know more. If you want to help people, you have to know more. So then I got into Donna Eden. Donna Eden is all stemmed from Chinese medicine. She incorporates things like Tai Chi, Qigong, EFT tapping. I was actually about to take her advanced class, finish the advanced class year four when I was uh, when I had my exorcism with Dr. Larson. That saved me. That saved my life. I don't know where I would be in my life if I continued doing energy medicine because what will happen if you continue doing energy medicine, you literally take on other people's demons. You take on their emotions. You take on their thought forms. You can even take on their physical ailments. And Praise God, I do feel I was protected by the Lord because it could have went downhill very fast. When I got into the energy medicine, I knew I had to stop. I incorporated sound healing as well, singing bowls. And just an FYI for your audience, if you think listening to binaural beats is good, theta brainwaves, alpha brainwaves, whatever it is, you are working with mind-controlled demons Mind, especially also with psychedelics, that's sorcery. The uh, mind control is going to essentially numb your brain, fog your brain, and make you almost like a droid, like a robot, where you can't think for yourself. You're just going with the flow. Satan wants you weak. He doesn't want you to think for yourself. He wants to dumb you down, essentially. That's the agenda, because if we're dumbed down, then you can't fight. So yeah, Justin, I hopefully, I know that was a long answer, but I hope that answered the question. Yes, Caitlin, that answered my question. And hopefully you guys understand a little bit of what this is. You may not understand all the terms she's saying, but the gist of it is she is tapping into supernatural demonic energy that is supposed to be used to help people. And in fact, what it does is it transfers demons to people. Both Caitlin has had demons transferred to her from people while practicing energy healing. There was a time where a woman came to her 
for grief and she did energy healing on her and was in bed for several days stricken with grief. And when she talked to her trainer and said, what's going on? The trainer had no answers. She just said, give it a couple days. So, you know, this is serious stuff. And I want to bring this back around to the Bible here in just a minute. She mentioned astrology reading. And here, as a young, really teenager, a young girl, 18, her whole life's ahead of her, she went to a human being as though this human being was God and going to tell her what to do with her entire life. Now, behind the astrology reader are demons. It's what Caitlin read in, in Deuteronomy. Divination, sorcery, witchcrafts forbidden by God because he knows that it destroys us. Even though outwardly it looks like everyone's so happy that they're doing yoga and mindfulness meditation and they're drinking their herbal teas and they just seem so in tune and all this kind of stuff. But in reality, they're loaded full of demons because when they're home alone and they crawl into bed, <laughs> it's a whole different story. Now they're not so peaceful. Now that's when the demons start tormenting them. And they do that in many different ways. And so then they think, oh my God, I got to get something else. So now let's go pick up crystals and let's work with crystals. And then the devil lets them have a little bit of relief for a little bit. And then the demons come around again, stop bothering them. Oh, okay, let's get some sage and burn sage and whatever. So, it's endless. So it's almost like drugs in a sense. People start off with cigarettes and then they go to marijuana. And then from marijuana, they start blowing lines of cocaine. And then after cocaine, they start dropping acid. And then after psychedelics, they get into heroin. Eventually they die. And this is how it is with the new age movement. It's what the Bible says. And I believe it was Apostle Paul, ever learning, but never coming to the truth. That's what the new age is. This stuff isn't new, guys, by the way. This has been around. She read it back in Deuteronomy. This all started back there. They've just, Satan's just rebranded it today to light workers and energy healing. But all this stuff was going on clear back in Deuteronomy. It's just been passed down for generations. So as a Christian, you cannot pull in these practices and intertwine them with your Christian belief system because they're demonic. I just want to mention that because so many clients I work with that are Christians have this stuff in their life, and some of them don't realize it's bad. And when they do, like Caitlin, they renounce it. They go through an exorcism and get rid of the demons. And others, they don't want to give it up. They don't want to give it up. And it's so sad to me because at the end of that is great disaster and destruction. How do I know that? I say it all the time. Jesus said it. The thief, meaning Satan, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he's like a cancer. He does it slowly over time. He's not going to come in and strike you right away. But over time, he'll start putting in place different types of torments. So he might put a torment of anxiety on you. And just out of the blue, you start having anxiety. You don't know why. So you deal with that for a year. You go to therapy, none of the anxiety medications working. So it's been about a year. So then after that, he starts pushing you toward an addiction. 
And then all of a sudden, you don't know how or why, no matter what the addiction is, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Now you're struggling with an addiction. And so then he'll wrap you up in chains with that over a year, maybe a year and a half. And the whole time he's killing you, by the way. And then after that, he's going to introduce some other type of torment in your life. Maybe he'll bring a partner into your life. Hmm. We don't talk about that. Yeah, we are. Maybe the devil will bring a partner into your life. And just you're so in love with your guy or girl. And about eight months into the relationship, once you've gotten demons from him or gotten demons from her, from sleeping with him and everything, then about eight months, hmm, the devil crushes you emotionally and spiritually. He breaks you and he laughs the whole time. How does he break you? Let me give an example. How about a client of mine walked in and found her husband in her bed with her best friend having sex? How about that? Imagine that. Best friend. Yeah, that's what the devil has for you. And so just because you're not experiencing some of the things we're talking about on here doesn't mean that it's not coming because it is. It's the devil's nature. It's Satan's nature to kill you, period. So we're going to get into more of these new age practices that Caitlin was involved in and flush them out a little bit more so those of you listening can begin to understand what's evil and what's not. How could this be evil? They're healing people. It's evil, period, because the Bible says it is. And if you are a Christian, If you are a Christian, you cannot incorporate these practices into your life anyway. Tarot card readings, crystals, burning sage, whatever, dude, you can't incorporate that into your Christian life. You just can't. So I'm going to swing over to Caitlin, and I'm going to have her read out of Genesis chapter 3. And if you have a Bible, grab it. Pause the podcast. If you have a Bible, I want you to grab it and flip it open to Genesis 3. If you don't have a Bible, just open up Google and search for Christian Online Bible and you'll find one. The New Living Translation is a good one because it's easy to follow. Caitlin mentioned she's using that and I do as well. I, I love it. Find Genesis 3, pause this, and when you find it, come back so you can follow along with us because I'm going to dissect Genesis chapter 3, verses one through six. And Caitlin, I'm going to have you read them one at a time, and then I'm going to share some thoughts with you guys who are Christians. And Caitlin, I'm going to ask you to share as well. But for a start, let's just go ahead and start Genesis chapter three and just read verse one, please. Thank you, Justin. May I add one quick comment to what you just said about the relationships? Absolutely. Okay, for people who are Christian or not Christian, I will just tell you, when I had Jezebel in me, she's, I don't know if I can swear on this, but she's just a hoe. And she literally wanted, it's very twisted because when you're not saved, you want to fill in a void. And a lot of times we've been brainwashed by society and mainstream to fill in the void you go into a relationship. Okay, Ladies, find a man who has a strong foundation in Christ. If you do not find a man who has a strong foundation in Christ, it's it's going to be all over the place. You're going to get hurt. 
spiritually, emotionally, and pray to God for one. When I came to Christ, when I when Jesus saved me, when the Holy Spirit saved me, it filled in the void that I was searching for all these years. And praise God when a relationship does not work, know that it, it, it God's rejection can also be God's protection. So that was what I wanted to share. And Justin, I'm ready to jump into Genesis chapter three, verse one. Go for it. The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Thank you, Caitlin. Notice here, guys, the devil is trying to get Eve to question God's word. Did God really say you shouldn't use astrology? Did God really say you shouldn't practice yoga? Whatever it is, this is how it all started. If you're not familiar with this, you're not a Christian and you're following, God creates Adam and Eve. He made man and woman, and that's how he designed mankind. And Satan is here tempting them to eat fruit that was forbidden in a garden that they lived in. God's like, eat anything you want, but don't eat this tree or you'll die. So that was a command from God to Adam and Eve. And now the, the devil's here, Satan's here saying, did God really say, don't eat? Devil always tries to get you to question. Did God really say, don't date that man? Did God really say, don't date that girl? Whatever it is, it's always trying to get you to doubt God's word. Why? Because the Bible is absolute truth, period, as a Christian. And if you're a Christian, the Bible is truth, and we follow what it says to do because God created us, and he knows what's best for us, period. Caitlin, any thoughts on this first verse before I go on? No, I think you really you put it set in stone. So, yeah, Okay. nothing to add. Let's do verse two. Okay, so verse two, of course, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said, you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. There we go. She understood God's command, period. She understood it. The devil questioned her. Did God really say, don't eat the fruit? She says, yeah, God told us, don't eat the fruit or you will die. She understood the word of God. Let me bring this into today's times. We understand as Christians, we should not be doing tarot card readings. We understand the command of God out of Deuteronomy to not participate in divination, sorcery, witchcraft, yada, yada, yada. So we understand this, that these things are wrong. It's very clear in the Bible. If you want to know what you're doing is right or wrong, look in the Bible. All truth comes from it. Eve understood the truth of God's word. It wasn't that she was confused or anything. She understood it. Let's go on to verse three. Okay, so we're at verse four. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. Come on, man. That's so apparent. 
first of all, you're going to be like a God. You need higher enlightenment. In other words, what Satan's telling Eve is God's word isn't enough. You need more. And that's what's happening today. And he says, your eyes will be open. How many people I work with, their third eyes open and their chakras and everything, and they just really are enlightened. And they're so way above everybody because nobody understands the higher essence of existence. All pride, which is what Lucifer is. That's why he was kicked out of heaven. So here he's telling her, if you eat that, you're going to be like God. How many people you know in life today that believe they are a God? I am God. That's what so many people believe in the new age. They have a Christ consciousness and they have ascended and they work with the ascended masters, which are demons, all demons. And they've all been lied to and deceived, just like Satan is deceiving Eve right here. He's telling her, if you eat that apple, your eyes will be opened. In other words, you're going to have more wisdom and you will know both good and evil. God never intended Eve or Adam to know evil, only him, good. That's why Jesus Christ came and died on the cross to restore our relationship back with God through Jesus Christ. But focusing on this point, Satan is telling her, your eyes will be open. In other words, you need more than what God said. You need to study the stars. You need to go to a psychic. Or in Caitlin's case, you need to begin to study from these energy healers who have been practicing this for years because God's word isn't enough. You need your eyes and opened. You don't need that prehistoric Christian Bible. You need to be much more wise and get your eyes open and be like God, knowing the higher planes, the higher levels of consciousness. All eyes, guys. You cannot practice these things and make it to heaven. You just can't. By design, sin keeps us out of heaven. So we can't practice things like this as a Christian, no matter what it is. Caitlin, I'm going to swing to you real quick. Any thoughts on this one? Absolutely. Just remember, too, that Satan counterfeits what God created. He can't, Satan can't create. He can only counterfeit. I will tell you guys, the 12 years that I studied all this garbage, the weeds, I really say it's weeds, Satan plants weeds to distract you, to keep you on the hamster wheel. It all brought me back to Christ. It wasn't until I started reading the Bible, once the blinders were off that I, the Holy Spirit came to me and I was able to actually understand the Bible before when I was not saved, I could not understand the Bible. I even got angry when someone would talk to me about the Bible. As we know, the demons did everything they could to make me stay away because they knew once I started to understand what the Bible was saying, it was legit what I was doing, but the counterfeit version from the enemy. So when you meet people, that's why curse breaking, I love doing curse breaking because you can break off the curses from generational sin, like fornification, illegitimacy, so you can understand the the scriptural text. And uh, for example, in Corinthians, I talk about the nine spiritual gifts, the gifts of healing, the gifts of speaking in tongues, the gifts of wisdom and knowledge. It's all there. But if you are doing it in the new age version, it is the counterfeit version. Um, I have learned more, even though I'm still just three months saved, I'm learning every day, the Holy Spirit, every time I talk and pray to our Father, 
He will show me what to read in the Bible. I know everyone has probably their own methodology on how to read the Bible. For me, that was just so new. I would pray to the Lord and I would say, Lord, Father, help me to understand what do I need to know? And I would pray and I would literally in my heart, I would hear, go to Romans, go to Timothy's, go to Deuteronomy. And let, and if you guys are having confusion while you're reading the Bible, I don't understand this. Help me understand this. Ask and pray for the Holy Spirit to guide you because the Holy Spirit is your teacher and it will help you to understand. And you can go back and reread the passages if, because I found that when I go back and reread the passages, there's more information, there's more wisdom. It is literally a breathing, it is the breath of God. When I read the Bible, it is so sacred to me. It is the best book I've ever read. And it is probably going to be a book that you will not find because I know with Satan's agenda, they're pushing the Bible to not be allowed in bookstores because that is the truth. Uh, Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through Him. And that's going to upset a lot of people because now they know that's the only route. And I, and like I said, coming from someone who studied all these religions, traveled to all these countries, it came back to, it came right back to the Bible, came right back to Christ. Guys, again, I just want to point out, Caitlin has been a Christian for three months. Some of you have been Christians for years and have no passion. And she brought out a good point earlier. We need the supernatural aspect of Jesus Christ back in the church. And exorcism is one of those supernatural functions that Christ is bringing back to the church because so many people are involved with these New Age practices and have demons that when the blinders are removed, they come to church and no one there, the majority of people are not trained. But we are. We are trained. So if you ever want out of this stuff as you're listening, get a hold of me. And Caitlin, she's training to become an exorcist as well. How awesome is that? Okay, let's go on to the last verse I want to cover here. To to recap real quick, we're in Genesis 3. Satan came to Eve and caused her to question God's word, just like he tries to question, make us question God's Bible. Did God really say you can't eat this fruit? Eve knew the command of God said, we can eat all the fruit in the garden except from this tree. So she knew the command. Then Satan pushed even more and said, God knows if you eat the fruit, your eyes will be opened and you'll be like God. So here he's giving the pride. You're going to be like God. You're going to be above and, and above people and really be enlightened. Anyhow, now we're in verse six. Caitlin, let's hear what do we got in verse six? Okay, so verse six the woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some of her fruit to the husband who was with her, and he ate it too. Okay, there we go. She wanted the wisdom. See, the problem is she listened to Satan and she wanted the wisdom. It's why a lot of people get into New Age practices. They want the wisdom. But the highest wisdom you could ever have is found in the Bible, the Christian Bible, because God created us, man. So he knows us. So when he says don't do things in the Bible, it's because he knows that it leads to death and destruction, and it's going to harm us. Remember what I said, 
The devil doesn't kill you right up front. He's like a cancer. He eats at you slowly over time. Some of you listening are 30, 40, 50 years old, and you're starting to now get really the cancer of Satan, so to speak. Maybe you've had a couple failed marriages, traumas, addictions, barely making it through day by day because of the decisions that we've all made in life, myself included. You can listen to my story on episode one, Overcoming the Darkness. I was a broken man, dude. So I'm not preaching at you. I'm right in there with you. But I surrendered to Christ, just like Caitlin surrendered to Christ. We gave it up, made him number one, got rid of our demons. I I still can't believe she's only three months a Christian, dude. This is phenomenal. Hear her passion, her joy. Some of you out there are still trying to find that you've never found it with all the new age stuff that you've been involved in. You've still never found lasting peace and joy. So Eve wanted the wisdom, man. Oh, she got the wisdom. (laughs) She died. If you keep reading, immediately they became ashamed because they were naked. When God created Adam and Eve, they were naked. They didn't even know they were naked because it was pure. wasn't defiled. And as soon as they ate that apple, they knew good and evil brought sin into the world that causes death. But Christ died for us to take us out of that curse of death, the separation from God to reunite us with our creator. It's an amazing experience, man. So this is a perfect illustration of how things happen with Satan and Christians adopting the new age into their lives. It doesn't matter what you think. It matters what God thinks as a Christian. It really doesn't matter what you think. And in today's times, it's how many people say, I think or I feel, that's irrelevant. Galatians chapter 5 talks about the sinful nature and the acts of the sinful nature. And again, Paul mentions witchcraft, sorcery, fornication. What's fornication? Sleeping around, man, before you're married. God says, don't do it. How many Christians today just live with each other, have sex all the time, and then read their Bible together? How twisted is that? There's a scripture, I I forgot to look it up, but it says that Jesus explains that there are people who die and they stand before God at judgment. And they say to, to Jesus and, uh, on the day of judgment, because we're all going to give an account for what we do, man, period. They're standing there and they say, Lord, we cast out demons in your name. We healed the sick in your name. We helped the poor. We visited people in prison. And they just start listing everything that they've done for Christ. And he says to them, depart from me because I never knew you. Hmm. How could they be doing all these things as Christians? And then on the day of judgment, God says, depart from me. I never knew you because God wasn't their God. He was part of the mix, but also was witchcraft, psychics, on and on it goes. Reiki energy healing, yoga, a little bit of Buddhism, a little bit of Hinduism a little bit of Christianity, depart from me. I never knew you. Why? Because God has to be number one. What about the Ten Commandments? Thou shalt have no other God before me. This is a challenging message, man. And hopefully you are feeling a little uncomfortable. (laughs) 
because that's a good thing. If you weren't feeling uncomfortable, then you really don't care about your Christianity. But if you are, you do care about it. And so it's a good thing if you feel uncomfortable as I'm sharing these things with you and Caitlin sharing them as well. Caitlin, swinging back to you, you were in this for quite a while, and there were definitely ramifications on your life from it. Any thoughts to share about that? Absolutely. I I would like to make your audience feel a little bit more uncomfortable if it hasn't sunk in yet. The detriment of what you guys are doing, if you are a Christian and thinking yoga is good, going to a a witch doctor that does Reiki is good. I want to let you know biblically that when you're doing this, you are cursing yourself, you're cursing your children, you're cursing your grandchildren, and you're cursing your great-grandchildren. And how do I know this? Okay, if we go to Exodus chapter 20, verse five. Actually, let me actually, let me go to another one. I'm going to go to Deuteronomy. You guys can look at that too. But Deuteronomy chapter five, verse nine. And this is taken from the uh, King James version. Thou shall not bow down thyself unto them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. Okay, and the other one, if you guys want to look into is Numbers chapter 14, verse 18. The Lord is long-suffering and of great mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression, and by no means clearing the guilty visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation. So again, we have two Bible scriptures here that are saying when you get involved into all these new age practices, which I'll go through some of the modalities that I was involved in, you are cursing your family lineage. This goes into generational curse breaking. So guys, get with the program, repent, and come back to the Lord. Good information, Caitlin. Yes curses. People are cursed from ancestors participating in many things, even outside of witchcraft or divination and sorcery and all this sort of stuff. But let me come back to you. And we've touched on a few things like Reiki energy healing or tarot card readings or whatever, right? But let's go to you. And I want you to name off the things that Specifically, you were involved in the New Age. Just in case some people listening who are Christians are wondering, is this really evil? So, if you would, Caitlin, could you just name off the things that you were involved in so that people can get a very clear picture on what is witchcraft, evil, and will not only curse them, but their children and future generations, and ultimately, Keep them out of heaven. Absolutely. And I encourage you guys, if you decide you want to research this, plead the blood of Jesus before you decide to go on YouTube and type in what I'm about to share with you. Some of these you guys will be surprised with. Some of these you've never heard of. I don't encourage you to really dive into it deeply because again, there's always strongholds. Satan likes to reel you in. But this is just, there's about 15 modalities I'm going to list and I'm sure there'll be more, but these are the ones I'm going to start with. Energy medicine. Energy medicine can be things like Reiki, Qigong, 
Tai Chi. It could be things like channeling with ascended masters, extraterrestrials. What I used to do starseed readings. Hey, what are you a Pleiadian, Arcturian? Are you from Sirius A, B? Where are you from? So again, that's going to be something where Satan likes to target people who feel like outcasts and to say, hey, you're not from this planet. You're here to raise the consciousness and vibration of the planet. That's all new age lingo. So anything that has new age lingo, vibration, frequency, stay away from universe. Akashic records, I was also involved in. That goes into past life. Let me read your past life. Let me tune into your past life. Who were you prior to this reincarnation? As we know, incarnation is false. It is not real. And that's why astrology also ties into reincarnation. Astrology will say, hey... You're born October 30th. You're a Scorpio. This is all about you. And after you die and learn these lessons, you'll evolve into, let's say, I'm just making this up. I don't know if it's true, a Cancer or an Aries. Okay. So that's all garbage. Soul contracts. There's a book by Robert Schwartz, Soul Contracts, Soul Agreements. When new, when we get into new age, essentially soul contract says, hey, you're in a relationship with this person because they're teaching you patience, self-worth, self-discipline. Therefore, you must stay into this contract with this person. Okay, so we know that's blasphemous. Automatic writing. A lot of people who are in New Age who did who do channeling vocally have started with automatic writing. You get a journal, you start writing things, you have to tune in, quote unquote, to these demonic energies, which disguise themselves as ascended masters. And you apparently essentially have a conversation with them. They make you write on a piece of paper. If you have done that, burn it. Breath work. Breath work is also another way to uh, activate the quote unquote chakras and the kundalini. As we know, kundalini is very demonic and tied into the Hindu god Shiva. Uh, death and destruction. Okay, that ties into yoga. A lot of people who do yoga do breath work too. Oracle cards, angel cards. I don't know if you guys are any of you guys familiar with Doreen Virtue. She has a book called Deceived No More. She was saved by Christ in 2017. A lot of her angel cards were depicted when she was in New Age. She thought it was okay to talk to angels. Little did she know they were fallen angels. She has a YouTube channel if you guys want to check out on how she was saved. She also says if you do have any of her material to get rid of it. Psychic readings, we know, and just be careful. A lot of... Probably I'm going to trigger some people by saying this, but those of you who are into prophetic, let me prophesize over you. You got to be very careful who's prophesizing over you because when I got saved and went to some of these churches, I literally went up to the pastor and I said, you guys are doing fortune telling. Trust me, I did this for 12 years. I know what fortune telling looks like. This is not prophecy. Okay, purple flame of St. Germain. You guys can look into that. Pendulum dowsing, mediumship, crystal healing. So for example, and I put grid work too. So grid work is essentially for new agers who say, oh, if you place certain crystals on sacred geometry grids, or sacred geometry could be flower of life, Metatron cube, there's a whole bunch. They will activate certain energies in the body and they can heal you. You can put certain colored crystals on this, uh, certain chakras. Guys, it's a rock. Okay, so just it's not going to heal you. It's a rock. If anything, it's just the placebo effect. You're so engaged into it that it, you're just probably you just believe it so much you're healing yourself. But it's just a rock at the end of the day. Crystal, uh, I put crystal singing bowls, brass singing bowls. Keep in mind, there is no biblical content with sound healing with crystal or brass bowls. It all stems from East Asia. So again, going back to our conversation earlier, it does um, open up demonic portals because it shifts your brain waves into um, more of theta 
alpha brainwaves, which allows the demons to come in and control you. I know it sounds a little crazy for some of you guys listening, but I did sound bowls. Um, I used to sell them at a gallery and people bought them. They bought them. And when they would come back, I could just... They said they felt better. But guys, it's a Band-Aid. It's, and again, it's also going into idolatry. People are idolizing the creation and not the creator. Okay. And the other three I'm going to mention off real quick, acutonics, tuning forks. Acutonics is essentially the same thing as acupuncture. Instead of needles, we use tuning forks on the body. Again, still demonic. The Munaki rites. Munaki, I'll spell that. It's M-U-N-A-Y. Key is K-I rites. It's shamanic. They're shamanic initiations. You go through 12 of them. And then lastly is the crystal skulls. Essentially with the crystal skulls, they were used in um, indigenous cultures that were demonized. Essentially, they would uh, meditate on these crystals, believing that all their knowledge information got stored in the skull. So whoever would touch these skulls would get the transference, keep in mind, I say that in quotations, of the information or the knowledge, which is essentially for me, was a storehouse keeper of demonic energies. Any of those I listed, sacred geometry, any of that crystal healing, guys, stay away from. It will rope you in and it will be a never-ending rabbit hole. Guys, this is just a brief listing. There's hundreds upon hundreds of things out there that you can be involved in. But Christianity is not complex. It's study your Bible, know the Bible, know truth. As a Christian, we believe that the Bible is ultimate truth, period. We believe as a Christian that there is hell, a real, literal hell, not a figment of your imagination. There is a real hell. We believe that when we die, we will be judged for what we did in this life. Did we accept Christ or not? And if we have not accepted Christ and followed him, not accept Christ as just another thing to do in addition to everything that Caitlin just read off. No. In the book of Acts in the Bible, Paul went to a city that was full of divination and witchcraft, just basically doing the same thing that Caitlin was doing back there. And they became Christians. They heard truth because they were trying to find truth, just like Caitlin was and a lot of you are. But once they realized that Jesus Christ was the real deal, that it is truth, they brought all of their books and they burned them to get rid of them. They renounced everything that they did because they became a Christian. They didn't keep back some of their family witchcraft books. They didn't keep any of the idols that they burned everything absolutely everything. And this is what Christ is calling Christians to do, to come out from the world and be separate, come out from all of this. So Caitlin mentioned one of these modalities dealt with contracts, and some of you have probably heard of the twin flame, which is another one, where this is your lover, man. You, You got a twin flame. Just the name flame should set you off as a Christian. Hello, flames of hell, soul bonds, man, demon transference, control. A lot of these people with these twin flames, dude, they don't even know the people they're coming into contract with. Oh my gosh, how sad. And if you're a young person, 20s and 30s, even 40s, I dare say, fooling around with all this, you're destroying your life. The potential 
that Christ has for you to find somebody special that will actually care for you compassionately through the love of Christ. And trading all that for a counterfeit where you're binding yourself to somebody, your twin flame, and you're being soul-bound to somebody that's got demons, that transfers demons to you. The Bible says that God is love. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, that's that the world meaning you and I, that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him, meaning accepts him and follows his teachings, whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God loves you. And in order for you to find true love, you have to surrender your heart to Jesus Christ fully and get rid of these things. And then let God lead your life. Listen, man, how's it working out for you so far? Most people I ask that, they say it's, it's been awful. Or they'll say it's been mid or just okay. The Bible says that the steps of a righteous person are ordered of God. So when you surrender your life to Christ, he's going to order your steps. He'll find you somebody. He'll find you somebody. He's got your best interest in mind. But it just made me think of this twin flame because she mentioned about the contract in one of her modalities. Caitlin, what do you think about the twin flame thing? And what was the contract thing you mentioned? Was it along the lines of twin flame? Okay, Justin. So yeah, I can answer that a couple different ways. I had to crack up when you were saying the flame, twin flame from hell because that's literally what it is. And a lot of people, and this is just so twisted because when we talk about twin flames, we... The, the new age says, oh, yes, you will suffer. You will go through hell. But that's all part of the process. And I have met people in the new age. I could just see their lives being destroyed who they thought they were in a twin flame relationship. And keep in mind, some a lot of times people are brought up into toxic families. Maybe their father or their mom was a drunk or they were abusive emotionally, physically. And that child only knows that love can, that's how they, their warped mind thinks of love. Oh, so they get into these relationships where they attract partners that can start doing the same things that their parents did. Okay, so the soul contracts are essentially different themes that our soul comes into. So when you, let's say you are at work and you don't get along with your boss, the boss triggers you. So in soul contracts, it's about, okay, maybe that boss is in your life because they're teaching you self-reverence. They're teaching you compassion. They're teaching you patience. Okay, so you don't have to suffer, guys. If someone's just being completely mean, set your boundaries speak up. Don't tolerate. You get what you tolerate. The reason why I bring up the soul contracts too is I was involved in polyamorous relationships where I had multiple partners at the same time. When it came to the polyamorous relationship, Lucifer pretty much said, in order for you to learn these soul lessons with these contracts, you have to have multiple contracts. So get involved with as many people as you can so you can uh, learn such and such XYZ lesson. Now, keep in mind, guys, it just created more chaos in my life. I had no time for a relationship with the Lord when I was caught up in the world, when I was caught up in the world of people pleasing, of making people, putting people before myself, putting, not even putting God before myself. So guys, don't get into the, the trap of, I need to know all this stuff. It just creates more chaos, more weeds, more confusion, more delusion. We are swimming in a sea of information. 
And really, the, the what we're searching for is the gold, the golden thread that weaves all this information together. And that golden thread is going to be found in the Word of God and through accepting our Lord Savior, Jesus Christ, as the one who saved, who died for our sins. This is good information. Thank you, Caitlin. This is just more of the devil destroying somebody, their dignity, who they are, their self-worth. <laughs> and the whole time, they're trying to find out who they are and learn lessons. You don't want to learn a lesson from Satan, believe me. I've learned a lot of lessons from Satan, and, and they weren't fun. And so have a lot of you out there. But this goes back to swinging back to the twin flame. Caitlin, tell us a little bit of an experience that you've had or been around with that. I just feel like that's important to flush that out because we were talking about the contracts, soul contracts, how that can be used with twin flame. And let's flush that twin flame out just a little bit more because I think there's a lot of people into that. So share us some thoughts on that. Okay, so I'll be honest, Justin, I'm not as well versed in the twin flame, but I can just give my experience because a lot of times from my understanding, twin flames can be very intense. That's the biggest thing where you almost feel this like flame, right? It's intense. It's like fiery. It's passionate. Okay, so what did Disney do to us, guys? It literally, especially for us ladies, it, it pretty much told us your knight in shining armor will come. You don't need to know him. You don't need to question him. You don't need to know about his generational curses or things that have been handed down. You can just marry him. Oh, look, he's so handsome and he's so manly. Okay, let's just marry him and live happily ever after. That's very destructive, guys. Start with start as friends. Get to know your person. Twin flames tend to rush people into this exotic high. And it's just like a drug. You become addicted to it and you're looking for the next high. You're looking for the next partner. You're looking for the next twin flame. Guys, it's all a lie. That's really all I can say. God wants you... He wants your partner and He wants your marriages to be easy. He doesn't want you to be stressed. He doesn't want you to have arguments. You find a godly man. And I have found, like I said earlier in the conversation, if you do not find a man... First of all, start with yourself. But if you don't find a man who's anchored in Christ and has a relationship with Christ, and if you don't have a relationship with Christ, a foundation in Christ, you're going to wreak havoc in your relationships. And this twin flame thing, it's just like Justin said, it's the flames from hell. And that's if you want to go down that route, good luck. The reason I wanted to flush that out a little bit more is because in the prior episode 13, if you've not listened to that, guys, check it out. It's on about abusive relationships. We talk about soul bonds, where you bond with people. And that's really all this is. Satan is using compulsion, addiction, and binding people in their souls to one another, where demons transfer back and forth between them. I wish that you guys could understand the seriousness of having sex before you're married. In today's times, it is nothing. I mentioned this in the last episode, and I just really feel led of God to be sharing more about this with you guys, because I think there's some of you out there that's really involved in these types of relationships, man, where guys and girls, they hook up. I'm going to hook up with this, and I'm going to hook up with that. And then they're all out drinking mimosas and laughing and having a great time. And the whole time, 
they're being filled with demons and their lives are being destroyed. Listen to Amber in episode 13, man. Talks about her soul bond to her abusive now ex-husband. Tied to him. Couldn't get rid of him. Couldn't get away from him. Couldn't give him up because of that ungodly soul bond, man. This is serious stuff, guys. If you're a Christian and you're dating somebody who's not a Christian and you're having sex with them, you need to cut it off, man. You need to come back to Christ fully. Surrender and make him number one above what you need and let him bring you someone. Seriously. And go through an exorcism. Get a hold of me, man, and I'll help you out. Sitting that aside, though, I really, I, again, I wanted to labor in this a little bit because I do believe that there's people that the Lord wants to hear this. We got to clean up, man. We're in the last days. Christ is going to be returning soon. I believe that. If you study prophecy in the Bible, which I don't, but I do listen to a couple guys on YouTube that's been studying prophecy for 30, 40 years, and we are getting close, man. So it's time to clean up, straighten up. We don't want to miss the return of Christ, no matter what. Now let me bring this back to what we're talking about, all these modalities of the new age. Got to give them up, man. It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what you feel. It matters what the Bible says, if you are a Christian. Because when we die and we go to heaven, we're not going to be saying to God, I felt like doing X was okay. I No, just like Eve, she knew the command of God. Don't eat the fruit. And as Christians, we know the Word of God. And if you don't, just start studying it. This isn't a boring religion. Dude, I'm an exorcist. It is amazing to see the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ drive a demon to its knees and force it to come out of somebody. It's absolutely thrilling. Witchcraft has nothing on that. When you see the supreme authority of Jesus Christ force a demon to its knees and forces it to leave a person, and then you see that person either crying tears of joy or smiling because it's gone. How many times I hear people say, oh, thank you, Jesus, it's gone, it's gone. What's gone? The demon. How'd it get in there? These practices we're talking about, these new age practices, man. Got to give them up. This has been kind of a heavy hitter episode. I wanted to bring this to challenge people, make them feel uncomfortable. If you're feeling uncomfortable, like I said earlier, that's a great thing. That's a good thing. Because if you weren't, then you really don't care. And you're not a practicing Christian. But if you love Jesus Christ and you're feeling uncomfortable, give this stuff up. Trust God more than yourself, man. I'm speaking from personal experience, man. I am absolutely blind, cannot see a single thing catch that for just a minute. And everything that I have in my life supernaturally has came from the hand of God. He has blessed me because I've made him number one and I serve him. He is number one to me. And he has to be your number one in order to really get the benefits of serving a merciful, loving God. I don't care about things. I don't care about money. I don't care about any of that stuff. It's all temporary and fleeting any, every, anyways. And every day you get up, you're one day closer to the grave. <laughs> you understand that? Just today, coming here to this episode, to record it, coming to the studio, literally, 
I'm in an Uber, I'm sitting at a light, and two cars crash head on. And a woman fell out of the car, flipped out of the car, laying on the pavement, screaming, help me, I'm dying. I'm not even making this up. So my Uber driver calls 911. He's Middle Eastern, so his English isn't real good, and he hands the phone to me. (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, we got a wreck at this road, and the Middle Eastern guys, I go, what color car, man? He's like, black Jeep, red truck. I'm like, a black Jeep and a red truck at this street. And I told the operator of the street, I said, get them over here quick. This is bad, real bad. You you think them people ever thought that was going to happen? Absolutely not. We don't know what our last breath is going to be or when it's going to be. So we need to be sold out to Christ, man. Not perfect. We are sinful people. We are sinners saved by grace. Sin is fun. Sin is addictive. We love it. People love sin. Why? Because it's pleasurable. It fires off your pleasure centers. But we have to resist it as Christians. When we mess up, repent and move on. Don't practice it. It's about growing, maturing, going through the journey with Christ, man. You don't have to be perfect, but we do have to get rid of things in our lives that we know are wrong. And today you found out things that are wrong. And the real question for you is this, are you willing to give up your witchcraft? I want you to think about that because that's what this is. Everything you're dabbling in is witchcraft. It's displeasing to Christ. He doesn't want it. Caitlin read it in Deuteronomy. That's my challenge for you today. Are you willing to give up your witchcraft and fully surrender to Christ, man? Make him number one above everything, above your need for a woman, above your need for a man. Let God love you and let him bring someone to you. You're out there seeking around for everything, man, pulling in all these things, trying to fill that hole in your heart. All that list of stuff that Caitlin read, some of you are into some of it, all of it, more of it just to fill a void in your life, trying to find love, man. God is love. Surrender to Christ, man. At the end of every episode, I always ask my guest to give words of encouragement to people. And Caitlin, I'm going to swing back to you in a minute, but I'd like you to encourage people who maybe are struggling, really wanting to give these things up because they're getting temporary benefit from it. Maybe even the relationships. Maybe it's fulfilling an emotional part of them where they feel validated because they've never been validated as a person. Or there's people who are practicing these modalities in the new age, trying to improve their life because they're in pain. And they try this for a little, then that for a little, and they're all over the place, but the pain's still there. Caitlin, I'm going to see if you can encourage these people in your own way to give these things up, surrender to Christ. And also to come for an exorcism. It's important. You got to get rid of those demons, man. And I just want to remind you guys, Caitlin's been serving Christ for three months. She is on fire. You hear it in her. She loves Christ with her whole heart because he freed her. She found Christ. She didn't find him in church. She found him through exorcism. Even Amber, in episode 13, the last episode, said after her exorcism, she felt like she had become a Christian for the first time because she experienced the supernatural power of Jesus Christ getting rid of her demons. It made it real for her. So, Caitlin, I'm going to swing to you. Go ahead. Give them some encouragement. Okay, Justin, my words of encouragement are going to come from the Bible. So, 
I have two passages I want to read and I'll make it short. And the first one comes from Jeremiah 17, because it deals a lot with the heart and the human heart. And then in the new age, you will Satan. he knows us, he studies us. He knows that we're emotional creatures, especially us ladies. Essentially, don't trust your emotions. I'm going to give you some biblical content because the whole saying, follow your heart, it'll lead you to the right way. No, it's very narcissistic. It's very self-centered and it's very selfish. So what God says in Jeremiah 17, verse nine uh, through 10, he says, the human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? But I, the Lord, search all your hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. So in other words, make sure that your heart lines up with Christ. It does not line up with your own selfish desires because that's where Satan's going to take you, take advantage of you. And in 2 Timothy verse 7, it says, For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. So when you are embodying that spirit, the Holy Spirit, he will give you the clarity of thought, the clarity of sight, the clarity of hearing, the clarity of speaking. And it won't be confusing because Satan will confuse you. He will put you in all these directions and he will target you based on your emotion. So before you jump to any kind of decision making, sit back pray, ask the Lord. If you're not sure how to discern, ask the Lord to infuse you with the Holy Spirit. But in order to do that, you must accept Jesus Christ. And that was the biggest thing I learned. I was a power hungry new ager who wanted to know everything. And I had to humble myself and say, I do not want to take the sins upon myself when I know that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ died for our sins. And he is the one that I need to direct people to not me, not the shaman down the street, not the fortune teller, not any of those people. It is directed through Christ. And he will supernaturally come into you if you truly, genuinely repent and ask for forgiveness. And he will show you. Guys, I got rid of over 80 books that dealt with the occult. I got rid of hundreds of crystals. I got rid of idols, Ganesh, Shiva. I had little idols all over my tarot cards. I had over 20, 25 decks of tarot oracle cards. God condemned me. And he said, Caitlin, I am not lukewarm. If you're all in, you're all in. You have to give all this stuff up. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know my identity. I didn't know where I was going, but I trusted our father fully and completely to lead me into my new life. And let me tell you, it's been three months and and I am on a roller coaster to heaven, not to hell, to heaven. I'm going up and I'm going to continue going up. So if you guys need deliverance, if you guys were triggered, that's a good sign because you probably rattled up. We rattled up some demons. They don't like us exposing the truth. Get help. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Get in touch with Justin um, and we'll help you guys out. Before I sign off, I want to offer you guys two resources that I think you're going to find quite helpful. The first one I'm going to post to my website. Actually, both of these I'll post to my website. But the first one is going to be Caitlin's actual exorcism that you can watch on YouTube, where Dr. Larson is casting out the demons who entered her through energy healing and the New Age practices she was involved in. The second resource is going to be a link that goes to a webpage listing out an alphabetized listing of all the new age practices you should avoid as a Christian 
And even if you're not a Christian, you should avoid them because they can give you demons. So go to my website, www.justind.com. When the homepage loads, you'll see latest posts. Click on TBE14. And when the next page loads, you're going to see a link to Caitlin's Exorcism. Please watch it. And you're going to see a link to this alphabetized listing of New Age practices that Christians should avoid or anyone else. So if you're confused as a Christian, like what is good, what is wrong, what is evil, what can give me demons, that listing is going to clear it up for you. So I'd encourage you to watch her exorcism and also skim down the alphabetized listing. If you have any of those things in your life, throw out all the books, the materials, stop doing it because you are going to get demons from these practices. And if you've been involved with them for a while, get a hold of me if you need an exorcism, okay? So just know you want to be close to Christ. You don't want anything interfering with your relationship with Christ so that you can experience the true fullness, rich love of Jesus Christ in your life, man. Get rid of this stuff so you can feel the intimacy, the closeness, the peace and the love of Jesus Christ. You may be demon-possessed, and this is the first time you're coming to the realization of it. If that's you, I'd like to invite you right now to go to my website, justindeed.com, and book a session with me. Until next time, God bless.